Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are so glad to be with you once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don. And we're so delighted to get into the Word of God with you once again today. Amen. The Word of God never changes. And the Word of God is the Word of life to us. And we're excited today to look further into what we've been ministering on these last several weeks. We're into part five now concerning these last days we're living in and living by faith in God, mm -hmm. trusting Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At the end of this service, we're going to once again receive communion together. And we want to thank all of those for your continued faithful support and prayers for us. Praise God. We're living in exciting times mm -hmm. and we need to get the gospel out. Mm -hmm. And the gospel is good news. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, it is. So let's go to the Word of God, but first pray. Father God, we do thank you once again for this precious privilege to be able to come together in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, as we lift up our voices with thanksgiving, we thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit, who's our teacher and our guide, to open up the eyes of our understanding, thank you, to give us light, concerning the great plan of redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you once again for every need met, and we give you the glory, honor, and praise for it all. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Well, if you have been with us before, you know that as we've been teaching on faith for last day's living, that this is part five. And we want to pass in review for just a moment to get re-caught up again as we spring forward today in what the Lord has for us. We've given you some texts of scriptures about living by faith. Uh, the Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, mm -hmm. it says that, but no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. We're not justified by works, by doing good deeds. Mm -hmm. And there was just a new survey that just mm -hmm. came out about Christianity and what Christians believe. Now get this. Over half the Christians that were polled that believed in Jesus, they believe that we're not saved by the confession of sin and by the blood of Jesus. Rather, they believe that we're saved by good works. Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters, we are not saved by works. That's right. We're rewarded for works. And that's why, as Paul told Titus and in other places in the New Testament, that we're supposed to be careful to maintain good works. Works don't save us. Mm -hmm. And it says that over there in the book of Ephesians. <laughs> we're not saved. By grace he is saved through faith, Ephesians 2.8, not of works, lest any man should boast. Mm-hmm. And that's quite astounding, isn't it? It is. That uh, America has really slipped. But praise God, we need to hold up the banner of truth, the Word of God. That's right. The Word of God never changes. And that's why we can base and build our entire life on the Word of God for not only the life that now is, mm -hmm. but also the life that's to come. Amen. And I think too, honey, um, I think that's why it's important when the Bible says we're supposed to be lovers of truth, that you can... Even if it means a person's wrong, or if you have to confront someone with truth, um, you know, sometimes you feel bad, but yet you know you have to make a stand for truth. And that's what the most important thing is. Even if it means 
um, you know, you don't want to go at odds with people. You don't want to get into strife and, and debates. But one thing is, one thing I found that, especially with the last few months, you know, we have to be lovers of truth. We have to study mm-hmm. to show ourselves approved, that's the Bible right. says. We can't just take everything it says. We, that's what we're talking about even this morning in corporate prayer, that you don't want to be like a baby bird and everything that comes down the pike, you listen and receive it as such. Mm-hmm. We have to follow. We have to search out the scriptures for ourselves. We have to search out the scriptures daily that talks about there in, in Acts. How, 17 and 11. That's right. How we have to go ahead and follow through and, mm-hmm. and do that. But we also have to do that in the world today. We have to seek after truth. We have to love justice. We have to love truth. That's and, right. Uh, and it, even if it means being wrong, because we want to have a, that teachable spirit so we can make our adjustments and, and get in line with the Word of God and receive mm-hmm. all that He has for us. Right. Humility is a key component to Christ, our Christian experience. Mm-hmm. And more important than being right is getting it right. That's right. Because if we get it right, we're always going to be right even when we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Because our heart is hung. Uh, hungry and humble before God to get it right and right. and to be right. And, and being right doesn't mean you win every argument and win every debate because sometimes it's important to answer not a word, even as we find the Lord Jesus exemplifying that in the Holy Scriptures. Mm-hmm. But the Word of God is the basis for faith and we're saved by grace. We're rewarded for the works we do. That's why it's so important to be faithful in whatever you're doing. Be faithful. Be faithful in your local church, wherever you may be. Be faithful in everything that you do because uh, God's looking at that and that's what the basis of our eternal rewards are going to be on, our faithfulness. Amen. Amen. God is faithful, the Bible says. And so the Lord Jesus exemplified that in being faithful in everything he did when he was here on earth in his Mm -hmm. earthly ministry. So praise God. So the Bible tells us there in Galatians 3.11, it says, that the just shall live by faith. Now, there's several scriptures, and we won't go back into those today, but they tell us the same thing in Habakkuk, Romans, and in the book of Hebrews. So we've been looking at faith for last day's living and specifically honing in on healing for our physical bodies Mm -hmm. because with the coronavirus, that affects not only people and their work, their livelihood and the natural, their businesses and occupations, and the money they receive if they lose their jobs. uh, But it also affects our health because by the fear that's propagated, we pretty soon, we we always try to avoid things or start to begin to (laughs) avoid things Mm -hmm. that we think would put this virus or plague or some disease into our life or make us more susceptible to it. Mm -hmm. And faith doesn't go around just trying to avoid living in this world. We're in this world, but not of this world. We're ambassadors for Christ. And it's important for us to always remember that. That doesn't mean we throw out common sense, washing our hands, using good hygiene, obviously. All right? But the fact of the matter is, we need to trust God. And as we're looking in this series, we're looking at being redeemed from the curse of the law. Mm -hmm. And with that in mind, I want to direct your attention once again to a couple of other scriptures that we've looked at in the book of Galatians. And that is in Galatians chapter 3. And I'll read this. If you have your Bibles there, we encourage you to open them up. And if this is your first time viewing, uh, highlight, underline, especially mark these or take these down in your notes because they are most meaningful in these days in which we're living now, in these last days. But it says in Galatians 3, 
verse 13, and Paul, again, writing by the Holy Spirit, is writing to believers. He said, Christ hath redeemed us. That's good news, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So the blessing of Abraham was received by Abraham because what he did for God was he believed in the Lord his God, the promises that God gave to him, mm -hmm. and it was accounted to him or reckoned or laid up to him for righteousness. That was what put him into right standing with God. He believed God. That's right. Now, uh, Romans chapter 4 tells us that we follow, we're to follow in the footsteps of the father of our faith, Abraham, in the same likeness and same manner. Well, if we're going to follow him in the same steps, it's going to be by walking by faith. Second mm -hmm. Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 talks about we walk by faith and not by sight. And in that particular chapter, he's talking about uh, living and dying, being absent from the body, being present with the Lord, and uh, knowing that truth. Well, we lay this body down, we walk by faith. Mm -hmm. We know that uh, we're going to be with Jesus. All right? Mm -hmm. But there's a great truth still told us in Second Corinthians 5 about walking by faith. We live by faith. So every day is a walk of faith. Every day you have to resist the spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. And the devil, once you use the authority that's given you in the name of Jesus, he'll always try to come back and be in the place where he was kicked out of. Mm -hmm. Remember, you as a Christian, you as a believer, have authority over the devil and all his cohorts in the mighty name of Jesus. That's right. How do you use that name? You say, devil, I resist you. In the name of Jesus, right. go from me. Fear, I resist you. Sickness and disease, I resist you. When you have alarming symptoms come upon your body or try to come, mm -hmm. you have to resist them. Right. And you have to stand against them in the mighty name of Jesus. Because mm -hmm. that's the name that all devils tremble at. That's the name that puts the devil to flight. Amen? Amen. So it's good news. But we have to remember these things. Mm -hmm. Now, as we're looking at the Word of God, this scripture in Galatians tells us Christ has redeemed us. Mm -hmm. So this is a legal fact. This is a legal covenant that we have in the New Testament through the right. blood and broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving us a new covenant established upon better promises. Right? Mm -hmm. And when Paul is talking here, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, he's going back and telling us that the law had certain curses in it that if a person broke it, one of the children of Israel broke the law, then all of these things would come on them and they'd be subject to them. Mm -hmm. If they didn't do the things that were appropriate and the sacrifices, etc., uh, to be uh, relieved of those. So we must remember these things. But the blessing of Abraham comes on by faith. The blessings of God comes on our lives by faith. Mm -hmm. Trusting God. Now, if you skip down to verse 29, it says... if. In Galatians 3, it says, And if ye be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Mm -hmm. Heirs according to the promise. Praise God for the promises amen. of God. All the promises of God are yea and in Him amen to the glory of God, it says mm -hmm. in 2 Corinthians. Mm -hmm. So we need to hold these dearly to our side. Keep them in the midst of our heart so we can prosper and be in health even in these last days we're living in. doesn't matter what plague, what virus. There'll be other viruses and plagues 
coming down the pipe, much worse than this one. And I'm not giving you bad news to just give you bad news, but we're living in the end of time. There's many things that are going to come on the face of this earth. But we as believers need to be prepared. And to be prepared is to be preoccupied with the truth of God's holy word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So last week, we also went back and we read a good portion of Scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 28, talking about the blessings if we kept the law, but then also the curses if we didn't keep. In other words, observe to do all that God had commanded to do. Well, of course, that's the Old Testament. And the Old Testament is a schoolmaster. The law was a schoolmaster to bring us to the knowledge of the truth in the New Testament. All right. So legally speaking, as we now, because we've been born again and have been recreated anew on the inside of our sins have been all washed away by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we have rights and privileges in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And how do we appropriate them to our lives? By the hand of faith, by taking steps of faith, by being in faith about the promises of God. Yes. And one thing I want to mention about faith, too, is you might say, well, we need faith more than ever. Well, we need faith in order to get born again. Mm -hmm. We need faith in order to exercise our rights and privileges as children of God, but also, too, for for um, when sickness tries to come our way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, <clears throat> that's an every day because the Bible says, as we've been covering the just shall live by faith, that's just expected of us as a believer. Mm-hmm. That um, faith is that trust in God. It's the confidence yes. that we have in Him. Just like Hebrews eleven six says, and which maybe a lot of you are familiar with, maybe not, but it says, but without faith it is impossible to please Him. Impossible. We can't please God without faith. And we can't get born again without faith. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is just that grain size, that mustard size seed of faith to be able to move mountains. So when you have faith, which is trust in God, being able to speak the word of God, and that's why we're covering all these things. That's how important faith is. But it's just a common practice. It's one of your duties, you know, if you want to say, as a believer, as a child of God, to to, um, exercise our faith, but also to trust our Heavenly Father. That His word is true. And it goes on to say here really quick, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him, of yes. them that diligently seek him. I just want to make sure I quote that precisely. So again, without faith, it's impossible to please our Father God, but he's also a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Yes. Search out the <clears throat> scriptures, seek his face, pray, and then also find out what belongs to us as a believer, like we're covering today. Amen. But we appropriate the promises of God, as she just said, by faith. By faith. <clears throat> it's not improbable. It's impossible to please God without faith. Mm-hmm. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the so word of normal. God. It's normal. So Natural. we need to continually be refilled on our faith. Mm-hmm. We need to continue to feed on the word of God, feed on these truths. You may say today, I got money in the bank. Family's good. Everything's well. Everybody's healthy. I encourage you, what we're talking about today, Mm -hmm. pay attention closely because in the days ahead, you'll need these things. I promise you. You're going to need these. So put them in your spiritual hip pocket, so to speak. Because we're not supposed to trust in uncertain riches. That's right. You have to be here today, gone tomorrow. Or anything. Or anything. Our first line of trust is the Lord God Almighty in the name of Jesus. Yes, amen. Doctors, nurses, wonderful. They they have their appropriate place, a good place. Thank That's God for wonderful. Money, money answereth all. And money, right? 
but we need to place our trust in the Lord. That's our first line of defense and first line of blessing. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So as the scripture says there in, in Deuteronomy, we are redeemed as Galatians points back to that from all those curses. And it says back in Deuteronomy that all of the things in verse 61, every sickness, every plague, get that, every plague, which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. Now, how did the Lord bring them on there? Well, of course, they didn't know that there's a devil back in that time, right? But their disobedience opened up the door for the devil to have access to them. And God had already set spiritual law into motion. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize, brothers and sisters, that spiritual law is real and it's a higher law. The law of faith, as the book of Romans says, it's a higher law than even we see the law of gravity in the natural. And we have to operate within the parameters of the law of gravity every day. We don't get up in the morning and say, you know, I wonder if gravity is going to be in place or I'm going to have to tie down the bed so it doesn't float to the ceiling or something like that. We take for granted that the law of gravity is going to be in place and it works whether we know it's in working or not, whether we even understand all the physics of how it is in place. It doesn't matter. It still works the same. All right. So the law of faith works the same. Well, how about the law of fear? The law of doubt and unbelief. Those are spiritual laws too. Mm -hmm. That's why the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So we need to make sure that our words, our thoughts are in agreement with what God said. And back to Galatians 3, 13, it says Christ hath redeemed us. Mm -hmm. So we have been redeemed legally from the curse of the law. Mm -hmm. All right. So Deuteronomy says, and it goes back, pointing back to Deuteronomy. So the blessing of Abraham would come upon us. And the blessing is appropriated by faith. All of these things, you may say, I know them, I'm familiar with them, but it's important to keep them real to us because an over-familiarity with the word of God will lead and spell out trouble for us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because when we get too familiar with the word, too familiar with God, he's my buddy then we don't walk with God. We okay? need to be doers of the word too. You can be here exactly. only and, and you know, mentally assent. I think that's what you're saying, honey, is we can mm-hmm. mentally assent to things, but there's a knowing uh, when you act on something, you know how to do it. You know what it's, it's about. It's like I can look at a recipe and I can be familiar with it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I recognize all the ingredients. <clears throat> I can understand how to do that. But until I act on it and actually do the recipe and perform that recipe, put everything together, bake it, make it, whatever, it's it's going to be all a mental ascent. I won't have that knowing, that experience of actually doing and, and acting upon it. receiving the end results that are intended Which from that important. recipe. Yes. Well, God's got a recipe in his word to life and health Amen. and prosperity in every area of our life. And it starts by having a prospering Spirit, obviously, by being born again, feeding it on God's word, but our soul prospering. All right. Even as third John two says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. Yes. And so that spans the last 2000 years when the apostle John wrote that. And it's just as true today as it was 2000 years ago and be in health and be in health even as thy soul prospers. So there's a connection there with the prospering of our physical body and physical things around us in connection with 
our mind prospering mm -hmm. and thinking the way that God thinks. Yes. Hallelujah. Good. It's Amen. good news. It's very good so, news. God's redeemed us. Now, it says there that every plague which is not written in this law, okay, that would cover back from the book of Deuteronomy every plague to 2020 and way beyond. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. So what is the plague that we need to look at? Well, we have the coronavirus going on. So much fear, so much pandemonium. Uh, and th the fear is a breeding ground for the things we don't want to actually materialize in our life. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful that we guard our heart, even as it says there in Proverbs 4, guard our heart, for out of it are the issues of life. The issues of life. And he goes on to say there, my son, attend to my words. We won't read that now in verse 20 of Proverbs 4. But we have to guard our heart. You have to guard your heart, your thinking, and we need to think right. We have been redeemed. If we have we are. Yes, amen. We was redeemed. So we are redeemed. Praise God. Amen? Amen. So let's go back to Psalm 91. Now, many of you, again, you're familiar with this, but let this be fresh to you. This is real today and real important. If it's not real important today, I promise you in the days ahead, it's going to be essential to your well-being, knowing that doesn't matter what plague it is, what disease, what answers that medical science does not have, all that matters is God has the antidote. God has the answer. Amen? Yes. So praise God. You want to read that, honey? Yes. Start there. Psalm 91, yes. Yep. And verse read, 1 or yeah, verse Verse six. 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth. That means you and I. He that dwelleth. <clears throat> that dwelleth. A Let's dwelling place is a place I. we're living. Amen. We live there. We don't just in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm -hmm. We live. He right. that dwelleth we stay in there. the secret place we stay there. of the Most High. That's right. And we. what is the shadow? It's the shadow that's the umbrella of His protection. Amen. Because His Word brings protection. Amen. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, verse 2, and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, talking about you and I, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the <coughs> destruction that wasteth at noonday. Oh my. Thank you, Lord. What a powerful set of scriptures here we just read we can read all the way down but i want to highlight something here mm -hmm. notice in verse three it says surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler who would be the snare of the fowler the devil the devil the devil and the devil sets thief. traps mm -hmm. he is according to john 10 10 the thief cometh not he's called the thief the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. That's his M.O. all the time, every day, 24-7, right. against it every person, change. especially against every Christian. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're in the world, and you'll be attacked at different times in your life. Because if you put the Word of God on the inside of you, as it's told us there in Matthew 13 in the parable of the sower, uh, you're gonna, the devil is interested in getting that word out of your heart. 
Yes, he is. And he doesn't want it to get lodged there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Really solidly fixed and firmly planted so it can develop a root system and grow. All right? So he is the fowler. And from the noisome pestilence. Mm -hmm. Okay? Notice that word. Highlight it in your Bible if it's not already. Pestilence. You read verse 4. He shall cover thee with with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. This is what we're doing. We're looking at the truth. In John 8, it says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Now mind you, about back in John 10.10, when it says the thief, the devil, comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. So this life abundantly and abiding under the shadow of the Almighty, this is God's will. This is God's yes, way. Is Your awesome. Father loves you. Yes. He does not want you sick, and He definitely doesn't want you afraid. And Amen. fear opens the door to these things. Mm-hmm. So we got to shut that down and make sure that we have corresponding action that's in line, in agreement with God's holy word. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And honey, you know, too, I just <laughs> glory I mean, to God. When you're reading that. That just that just jumps in my spirit. I mean, I'm so yes. excited because you really meditate on that. Just meditate on Psalm 91. Mm-hmm. And when you meditate in there, that's dwelling in the scriptures. That's meditating. Meditate means to mutter. Yeah. It means to chew the cud like a, you know, it just, it means to go over it and over it and over it. And the Bible talks about there in Joshua, you know, when we meditate, when we yeah. keep his words and attend to them, they're going to bring life to us. They're going to bring prosperity. But also too, I was quick in, when he was talking about that in the book of Job, it talks about there when Job, he says, the thing that I feareth the most, you know, has come upon me. The thing that I greatly feared. Greatly feared. Greatly so feared. That really opened up the door for that testing to happen to him. Yeah, and, and everything. To... If you look at that, mm-hmm. so we have to. So fear can open up a lot of doors that we don't want opened. And That's the right. The way to shut the door on fear is to repent first of all, because it's a part of doubt and worry and unbelief. Which remember, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Mm-hmm. So that what's the opposite of faith? Fear, worry, doubt, and unbelief. So we can get that under the blood, and then we can rebuke the devil. Yes. And get our emotions mm-hmm. back in line with the Word of God. Amen. I always tell people when you hear a bad report. Take authority over fear first and then deal with the problem. That's right. Because a lot of times fear attacks your emotions. It's like you can't see properly. You can't think properly. You're, you know, um, and so we take care of the emotion first, of the attack on the emotion. And then, um, you know, this is being then straightforward. Apply the word and then of God. apply the word of God by In speaking the, name of the Jesus. word, resisting the devil. Yes. That's right. Rebuking the devil. Amen. 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 So he... And we'll get into some of this meditation here in uh, in the days ahead. But look what it says there from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee, in verse 4, with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. Okay? Mm-hmm. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. In other words, that's armament. That's protection. Yes, right? Yes, Amen. His truth. What is his word? Jesus said in John 17, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Mm-hmm. Thy word is truth. And the Bible tells us, and I believe it's Psalm 100 and verse 5, His word is true from the beginning. And yes, it's still amen. true to say. Every word of God is pure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every word of God is pure. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. Anointed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And it says there, I think of that scripture in Acts 19, <laughs> where it talks about after Paul laid his hand on those handkerchiefs and the evil spirits went out of people, diseases were healed. And uh, people burned their books and all their magic stuff. And it says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Yeah, same so man. mightily grew yeah. the word of God and prevailed. Yeah. 
So if we get the word of God prevailing in our heart, in our in our thinking, in our mouth, glory to God. The expected that's results will surely come to pass. That's right. Hallelujah. Great because God out. backs his word. Yes. Amen. 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 So that's his truth. Now look at verse five. Thou shall not be afraid. Thou shall not be afraid. Now that's why, honey, as she was just saying a moment ago, fear will try to take you over. Deal with that first. Mm-hmm. When you just, you, you get a bad report. Something comes against you. Oh, it's mm-hmm. going to be bad. To say, I bind the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Fear, you can't have any inroads into my life right, right now. Amen. I believe what my God said. My God has supplied my every need for my walk in this world. Mm-hmm. And I believe what God said. Amen. And of course, you have to know the scriptures to do that. Now, look at verse six. It says, nor for the what? Pestilence. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Now, as I said a moment ago, in verse 3, he talks about the noisome pestilence. Okay? Isn't the coronavirus a noisome pestilence? It is. It What's is. noisome? It makes noise. Just like the lion, if you were out walking through a forest and you heard a, a big roar, you'd think, there's a lion without. There's a lion without. And you'd go, you'd like, where's he at? And if you're working, if you're walking at night, you're like, oh my, 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 does he know where I'm at? Because I don't know where he's at. But I hear him. Oh, and you have all these voices today. Oh, you know, if you do this or you don't do that, then you're gonna, you're gonna get the plague. It's gonna come on you. Be afraid. Be afraid. Fear has a voice. Yes, fear has a voice. It can be a voice and a bad report. It can be uh, somebody telling you something, Mm -hmm. trying to make you afraid. You know, so. It has a voice because it's something you hear or maybe it's something you see through your eye gate. And that's why you have to deal with it. Amen. You know, you can't just ignore it because I remember years ago I was driving along and the devil mm-hmm. was just, you know, I was thinking about there in the book of Revelation 2. The Bible says that the devil, Satan, you know, stands before the Father God. He's before the Father God accusing the brethren day and night. You know, he's the accuser of the brethren. He's mm-hmm. always trying to accuse you of something. Uh, whether you did something right or wrong. He's always there to bring condemnation. The Holy Ghost brings conviction. We get it under the blood. But mm-hmm. the devil's always there to condemn you for doing something. He, you know, he provokes you, tempts you, uh, pr- pressures you, pushes you. <clears throat> then you do it. You sin. And then he's the one that condemns you for it. Isn't yep. that funny? Yep. Well, not really. But we can put him under his feet. His, we can put him under our feet by getting under the blood of Jesus. But I remember I was driving and I, <clears throat> man, he was just attacking me, harassing me with things that people had said and done. And I'm like, I just, you know, I thought, I'm going to ignore this. I'm going to ignore this. I'm not, I'm going to pretend like I'm not even listening. And the Lord says, you're not dealing with it the way I told you to deal with it. That's right. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And he mm-hmm. says, you have to, you have to submit yourself to God, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You have to take captive every thought that comes against and exalteth itself against the knowledge of the Lord Jesus, against the word of God. I'm like, oh, I've got to do mm-hmm. it the Bible way to get the Bible results. That's right. So I took captive every thought that was coming against my mind. And that's where the battle of the field really of the mind is. It, you know, we're not out there warring and punching, you know, punching now and we're going to punch into the heavenlies with the No, it's really in the battlefield is in the mind, how mm-hmm. the devil comes against your mind. So I took captive of those thoughts. I rebuked him in the name of Jesus. I got him mm-hmm. under the blood. And I thank the Lord. I said, you know what? The blood of Jesus protects me. Amen. It has a noise, it's a noisome pestilence coming against my brain. Those thoughts. That's and right. you know what? They left me. Because I, I bound the devil. 
And whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, because mm-hmm. heaven backs you up. But we're the ones that have to confess the word of God. We're the ones that have to resist the devil. That's right. Jesus gave us those, that spiritual weaponry to take care of that, and that's something we have to do. He can't do it for us, but he backs us up when we do it. That's right. Because he paid the <clears throat> price for us to have those um, those benefits. When God has prescribed to us, she quoted that scripture there in James 4, submit and he giveth more grace, submit yourselves therefore to God, mm-hmm. resist the devil. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Submit yourselves therefore to God, then resist the devil, then he flees. Yes, amen. It doesn't say ignore. And so we submit ourselves to God by being a doer of the word, which means we do what God has already told us we need to do Mm -hmm. because we can't leave up to God what he's left up to us, Mm -hmm. right? That's right. Now, when you submit yourself to God, you can resist the devil and he will flee from you, all right? You can't ignore him. Mm -hmm. I remember the sign many years ago. I was in a dentist office and I remember this sign over the door. Maybe some of you have seen something similar to this, but I thought it was quite humorous. And it said, ignore your teeth and they'll go away. That's true, but it's pitifully true. You ignore your teeth, they will go away. Mm -hmm. They'll cause you some pain as they go away too. I can I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. But you don't get rid of the devil. You don't get him off your back by just ignoring him. Mm -hmm. You have to use... The weapons of our warfare. You have to use the mighty name of Jesus. You have to use the name of Jesus against the spirit of fear. All right? The noisome pestilence. Everybody's getting it. It's getting worse. I just read something online today. Uh, a news article. I was skimming through some things. And the headline was, uh, things are expanding. Things are getting worse. And when people read that, uh, the world's going to, of course, they don't know anything different than to be afraid of certain things. But we as a Christian, even dear Christians fall prey to that, unfortunately. So we got to be careful about that. But I want to end up here before we receive communion with some really good news. I told you earlier, Psalm 91, verse 3, it talks about noisome pestilence. Okay? Mm -hmm. The pestilence has a voice. We see that with what's going on with the coronavirus and any other thing you can think of, right? But we've been redeemed from every plague. All right? Then in verse 6, nor for the noisome pestilence that walketh nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. I want to give you the definition of the word pestilence. Get ready for this. This is going to bless you. Pestilence means plague. Pestilence means plague. It means any contagious or infectious disease that is epidemic and mortal. Let me say that again and you can shout. Praise the name of Jesus. Pestilence, this is Webster's 1828 unabridged dictionary. It means a plague, but any contagious or infectious disease that is epidemic and mortal. In other words, wow. it's taken, it'll take you out. Any infectious disease that is epidemic. Are we faced with that today? We are. Well, you can have your shouting shoes on and praise God with your lips right now. Because that is good news. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> we are not to be afraid. 
Why? No, because God's got us covered. We have the victory. In the name of Jesus, no, no, no weapon formed against us can prosper. None. No weapon formed against us can prosper that the enemy, the devil, tries to throw at us. That's right? right. That's because right. we're believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Confess and believe what the written word of God says, and you'll be able to put the devil to flight, just like the Lord Jesus Christ did That's right. when he went out into the wilderness. Yes, amen. Glory to Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, let's at this time, we'll stop right there for today and let's receive communion today because this, when we receive communion, commemorates everything that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Christ redeeming us from the curse of the law. Amen. If you have your Bibles, look again once, <laughs> once again, look at, as we look at this every week, practically. But 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and we're going to start to read this. But before we do, perhaps you're out there and you would say, Pastor Monty, I don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I've tuned in, I'm watching, but I do not know Jesus is my Savior. I've went to church, done good things like you talked about earlier, like so many people are believing in today, Christians. But salvation does not come by works. It comes by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is only appropriated by faith. Mm -hmm. Okay? We should do good works, but we're not saved for them. We're rewarded for them. So if you're out there today and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to bow your head, perhaps get on your knees even, if you're in a place where you can do that. And in all reverence, out of your heart, invite Him into your heart. So why don't you do that with us right now? Why don't you bow your head and let's pray. Say, say these words and let your heart agree with it though. Amen. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. And I thank you. And I thank you. For what your word says. For what your word says. Your word is truth. Your word is truth. And your word declares. And your word declares. That Jesus. That Jesus. Has been raised from the dead. Has been raised from the dead. And I believe that in my heart. And I believe that in my heart. And I say it with my mouth. And I say that with my mouth so today so today i ask him i ask him to come into my heart to come into my heart to wash me in his blood to wash me in his blood to forgive me to forgive me of all of my sin of all of my sins i acknowledge i acknowledge that i'm a sinner that i'm a sinner in need of a savior in need of a savior the wages of sin the wages of sin is death is death but the gift of god but the gift of god is eternal life is eternal life so right now so right now i ask you i ask you to wash me to wash me cleanse me cleanse me and save me and save me create me anew to create me anew on the inside on the inside and your word says and your word says if i confess with my mouth that if i confess with my mouth the lord jesus the lord jesus and believe in my heart and believe in my heart that god has raised him from the dead god has raised him from the dead i shall be saved i shall be saved so i want to thank you lord so i want to thank you lord that I believe that. That I believe that. Right now. Right now. And accept him. And accept him. As my Lord. As my Lord. And Savior. And Savior. The name. The name. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. If Glory you prayed that prayer, I want you to let us know. It's very important. This is the first step that you take coming into the family of God. Now you're a child of God. Mm -hmm. And even as we were talking about today, these things belong to you because you have rights and privileges as a child of God. So we'd like to hear from you and know that so we can send you some material free, no charge to you. But it's important to start reading your Bible and begin to get a grip on the things that are now in your life. You're now a child of God in the family of God. 
So you can call us at 503-692-9673, or as you see on the screen, uh, email us at www.alfc.net. And of course, our email address is alfc at alfc.net. Okay, but we want to help you. And this is the first step. This is not the end. That's right. Now you're going to begin to walk with the Lord for the rest of your days. You need to find a good local church and be a part of that. Be a part of a fellowship that of like-minded believers that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And believe in His Word. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now you're ready to receive communion. Even if you just prayed that prayer, you're ready because the blood of Jesus has made you worthy. So let's celebrate that. And as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it says, I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the same night in which the Lord Jesus Christ was betrayed, He took bread and He gave thanks. And He said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. So we receive this bread by faith, yes. and we are commemorating what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. Whatever you may have going on in your body, whatever may be trying to go on in your body, today we're anew establishing the covenant in remembrance that we received mm -hmm. through the Lord Jesus Christ and what He did, and we appropriated by faith. Amen. And say, Lord, I want to thank you that you yes. provided healing for me. And I believe thank that I receive Jesus. it right That's now. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You the praise and the glory. So right now, Father, we thank, thank you, you for this bread and what yes, it represents. Lord. We thank you, Lord, you that you are the healer. You are the miracle worker. Thank you, Lord. And we pray yes, yes, and yes, thank yes. you right now that in the name of Jesus, every person watching today, mm -hmm. that they would be touched from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Mm -hmm. Every person would receive by the hand of faith yes, your amen. healing power. Amen. And it would blow out every sickness, every disease, every foul thing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And as you partake of this bread, there is someone that's experiencing problems with their mouth, specifically with their tongue. And um, I don't know, maybe you've got something going on with your tongue. But anyway, that's that's what the Lord's calling out. And so receive that when you eat this bread. Just say, Father, Thank you, I believe I receive right. healing from my body, whatever it is. And if it's, if it's for your tongue specifically, Amen. thank you, Lord. And just say that. I thank Amen. you, Lord, for healing thank my you, Lord, tongue. Thank you, Lord, for my tongue. And the for tongue, healing my tongue. The tongue is important. We all yes. know that. Yes. Very Amen. important. Amen. So thank we don't want to take that for granted. So, Father, we thank you for touching that dear one right now. And mm -hmm. every person out there. We thank you for the quickening of the Holy Spirit. Yes. In Jesus' name. In every part of our body. In Jesus every name. part. Amen. 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 You, Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So please make sure and let us know if that was you and receive it. Just say, I believe I received my healing from my tongue or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be called out. Amen. Now the cup. The Bible goes on to say in 1 Corinthians 11, it says, and after the same matter, after he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Praise God. Amen. So this cup represents the spilled blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it belongs to you. It belongs to me. It belongs to every person <laughs> that's in the world, but they have to receive the Lord Jesus Christ to have it appropriated to their life. Mm -hmm. So right now, as we appropriate it, by looking back at what Jesus did 2,000 years ago, we thank the Lord that He yes. is our Redeemer, yes. that His blood has washed away all of our guilty stain. Thank you, Lord. And it does so when we ask, mm -hmm. moving forward as Christians, <laughs> we have 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, 
He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So he restores righteousness consciousness to us and our sins are washed away. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's thank him for it today. Father, we do thank you. We praise you today for your forgiveness and your love towards us. We thank you that, Lord, we have Jesus as our advocate. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that the Father so loved us that he sent you to be the Redeemer. Mm -hmm. And today we celebrate that and we give thanks and praise to you, Lord Jesus, because of what you did for us 2,000 years ago. Thank you, Lord. In redeeming us from all the work of the devil. And we give you thanks and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is so good. Yes, he is. We're so excited about what he's doing in these last days. Remember this, that God's for you, not against you. As the scripture says there in Romans 8, if God be for us, who can be against us? And that is true. And we need to say, as Paul said there, what shall we say to these things? We're more than conquerors through him that loved us and gave himself for us. So as we go uh, from this gathering today, remember that you as a Christian going into all of the world around you and telling the good news is most important in these last days. Put out tracts, talk to people, believe God for open doors and uh, uh, different places that you can talk to people. The Lord's setting this up. Send the angels to go before you and he'll help you every step of the way. We thank the Lord that every need of yours is met today and that as we go forward from this time together, that we go freshly anointed, freshly edified by the written word of God And as we're all called to do, go out and do works for Jesus that would glorify his name because Jesus is coming again and he's coming soon. We love you and God bless you richly in Jesus' mighty name.